Welcome to Surviving the Waiting Room podcast, where we challenge the status quo in order to help you show up for yourself as much as for your family. I believe that when we're honest with ourselves and brave enough to try, where we see our needs as important as our families, we are no longer stuck in a life that is one big waiting room. I'm your host, Laura Cleary. I'm a practical, realist, professionally certified life coach, a mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two beautiful, smart, funny daughters with over 14 chronic conditions. Through this podcast, I'll offer tools, resources, and encouragement to help you reclaim the space and time to be you again, so you can thrive as an individual and a mom. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. I'm glad you're joining me. This is going to be a really fun episode, I think. It's one that you might not have ever thought about listening to, but I've heard enough from people attending the summit and listening to DMs that I thought I would just share it with you here. It is what I call Reaching the Unreachable, a system for calming your mind and your body. So without further ado, let's dive in. I'm not sure about you, but I often feel helpless when it comes to dealing with my own pain and especially dealing with my daughter's pain you know, we do everything we can and we should, you know, whether it be medications or new doctors, um, new protocols and diets and uh, often surgeries. And yet there's still times as if it's just not enough. And we begin to feel helpless, often hopeless that we are ever going to find a solution you know, we live by the saying that tomorrow will always be better. So we just have to hold on until we get to tomorrow. But that doesn't mean that today isn't really hard and we need something today. So I'm not sure about you, but the worst is when I look in their faces and they look at me as if I can, you know, have this magic wand and get rid of things. And my bag of tricks is empty. So about six years ago, is when I started my journey with energy healing and Reiki. I had received it myself. And at the same time, I realized the benefit of it. So I got trained in it. And then long story short, I found so much benefit in it that I had decided to become a Reiki master and a teacher because my feeling is, is that everybody should be able to do this. Like it is just, it's an amazing tool to use I personally have tried meditation over the years and I've tried different uh, techniques to quiet the mind and the body and none of them worked. But when I found Reiki, it did. And not only did it do that, but it far exceeded my expectations. So that's my background in it. I have been now practicing for over six years and I've been a Reiki master for four and a half, five years. And I've been teaching ever since. So I hit the ground running and I've taught many, many students. So we all know that a parent's touch is everything, right? But what do we do when it doesn't quite override what the kids are experiencing? When it's not really soothing because they just can't handle feeling one more thing or holding them is just impossible because of, for some reason, you know, they could be in a chair, they could be in a bed and it just isn't possible for us to hold them close and love them. 
And then there's the idea of when they have sensory issues and touching them and holding them and loving them and having that parent's touch is not possible. We're often left felting, we're often left feeling rejected, inadequate, and just sad that, that we can't help. And the kids are often left feeling scared and uncomfortable. So are you ready to reach the unreachable? We're able to take Reiki and energy healing and ease our stress and the stress of our kids. We are able to calm their fears, relax their bodies so they can heal better, alleviate post-traumatic stress, you know, whether it's ours or theirs, you know, we all get it from, from these conditions they have. Sometimes it's just preparing them for the next needle that they need to get or sending them energy healing for their next surgery, the next doctor's appointment, and definitely bringing calm when everybody is in overdrive. Using energy healing along with traditional treatments works in such a beautiful combination. So as I said before, Reiki is a form of energy healing. And what, is it, what it does is it helps your energy centers in your body to find a natural balance. So it's not the highs, highs and the lows, lows. It's about finding the balance. So if there's something in balance, it brings it back together. So often in our lives, like we are always out of balance, you know, whether we're in excited manic state or we are just having a really rough go at it. This really helps to center you so that you are able to have more patience, more energy, and just feel better as you're moving through life. So what does it actually look like? Well, imagine holding your child and helping them to release the excess stress they've been holding onto. Using your hands to actually hover over your child at bedtime to help them to relax, to go to sleep. And then working in different areas of the body to ease the pain um, and relieve some of it as they're going forward. Now, this isn't a miracle um, technique. You know, there are some people that say it's a cure. I would say that they would have to be very, 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 very dedicated uh, Reiki masters in order to do that. But for the average people, like people for me and you, this definitely alleviates things. It definitely puts the kids and yourself at ease. Um, it encourages more patience and understanding. It really does bring your balance. I'm sorry. It really does bring your body into balance. And it all starts with you. So first you need to learn how to do this. And then you can give the gift to others. Like then you can help your kids with it. And you might even be saying, you know, do kids, do you ever teach kids how to do this? Yes, actually I've taught a whole bunch of them. Um, and if you're interested in that, it's another thing. So just send me a note, send me a DM or whatever. And we can just talk offline about that. But first let me actually bring you through Reiki. There are actually three different levels. There is the very basic level, the beginner level, level one. And that allows you to do many, many things. And then there is level two, 
where you actually bring in different techniques. And I'm not going to really go into that today, but there are different techniques for that. Personally, my feeling is if you are ready to learn Reiki, then you should learn up to level two, because what it does is um, it's like a faucet, right? So right now your faucet's closed. Once you learn Reiki, it opens up a little bit. And then once you learn more Reiki, it opens up more. So it comes out stronger and fuller and, um, and quicker. But first we want to learn how to help your child and yourself heal. I want you to take a moment and imagine easing your child's pain, both physical and emotional, giving them a moment to relax. When we're able to relax, our body begins to heal. When we can think straight, we can temporarily live without physical or emotional pain. Like we can actually rest. And as part of the special needs and medical needs community with kids with disabilities, you need those benefits as much as the kids do. We need to touch the untouchable in them, but we also need to touch the untouchable inside of us. And I will show you right now exactly what it looks like. And you're going to think, I don't, that doesn't really look like anything. And you're absolutely right. It's all internal. So what do we actually do once you learn how to, um, once you go through the Reiki classes and we teach you it, it's really meditative. Like I always think of it as an act of meditation, an act of meditation, because in, in meditating, you're often just sitting there trying to empty your mind, trying to not think of anything, which makes you think of everything. Um, you know, the floodgates just open up, right? Well, with Reiki, you actually bring your hands to areas of your body to bring focus to them. And even if you're not uh, trained in Reiki, personally, I think you would still benefit from this uh, because again, it brings focus to different areas. So with Reiki energy, it comes through the palm of your hands. So you, you kind of absorb it through your body and then it comes through focus through your hands. So if you have your hands in your head, yes, you're focusing your thoughts there, but you're also focusing the energy there. So what I teach is to go through the major um, energy centers of the body right? So the top of your head, your forehead, your throat, your heart, you get the idea. And really just sitting there and bringing focus to that area. You can even do it right now. So take a deep breath, maybe a second one. And put your hands in a spot if they're not already in one area, maybe on your heart. You're having trouble communicating, maybe on your throat. And draw your attention there. And then set the intention to release what is ever not serving you. So there's the idea of releasing the toxins that are stuck. So you bring in the Reiki, bring in healing, exhale toxins. So you can already see how this is not your standard meditation that you are actively involved with releasing these things. All of us have energy inside of us, right? That, that energy 
causes mayhem inside of us. It causes the cortisol levels to skyrocket if we're not releasing them. It causes all sorts of things and worries and heartburn and, you know, pain. And this is one way you could just, it slows you down. So you start balancing yourself. And when you do that, it really does a lot. It reduces your pain and discomfort. It brings clarity and patience and it releases excess anxiety. But the other thing it does, it gives you more connection with yourself. You feel more connected with your kids. I can't tell you the number of times that I use this with my kids. When I started, they were much younger, clearly. Um, but the first time I did, we would do it. So they were, they would lay on my stomach on the, um, on the couch and they would watch TV at night after dinner. And I would give them Reiki each for 15 minutes. So that really just meant like putting my hands on their shoulder and just intentionally helping them release all of the stress from the day. And I have to tell you, when I first started doing it, it made me cry. Even just think about it right now. It made me cry because I realized how much stress my kids were under because I could feel the stress. I could feel my hands not only getting warm because their bodies were drawing it from me and, and asking for healing, but because it was almost like they were magnetically put in place. And I would just sit there, like I said, like for 15 minutes. And then the other one would say, my turn, my turn. And, you know, we'd switch it out. And that was even before they started having all of these medical conditions. Um, their little bodies just, they, they go through so much that we have no idea what they're going through. As adults, we go through the same stuff, but somewhere along the way, we've become numb to it. We've become used to it. It's just become part of our lives. So it takes us a little longer to start releasing those, those feelings and those emotions and that, that stress, the energy, but the kids, it's so raw with them. It helps them balance so quickly. So now my girls are 19 and 17 and one is off at college and I still get the phone calls, you know, can you send me re Reiki? You know, my friend needs Reiki. And it just makes me smile. It makes me smile because they don't ask for it all the time. Um, even though they both know how to give themselves Reiki, they've both been trained in it because they asked, um, they still like it when mom does it. And it just makes me smile because I know that they wouldn't be asking for it if it didn't help them, if it didn't help soothe what they were going through and release all that extra baggage, so to speak. So let me briefly talk about things that put people off when it comes to energy healing. They think of it as very woo, woo woo. Um, and I guess in some ways it is because we have to put our faith in something we don't see, but guess what? We do that all the time already. So some people like to add things to it. They like to add crystals or spirit guides or angels, or they have all these other ways of doing it. But guess what? I don't teach that. I teach a very vanilla way. 
I think of it like as vanilla ice cream. I give you the basics. I give you the practical skills that work, that you see changes from, that you will feel the difference. But I don't add all those extra special toppings. I thought about it, but you know what? This vanilla ice cream works just fine for me. So if you are interested in all those special toppings, I do know a lot of people that know how to do them, that do them well, and I can definitely point you in that direction. But if you are somebody who this is all a new world to, that you're curious about, you want to learn so you can help yourself, maybe help your family, um, you don't want to feel like you've completely de- dove in the deep end, then let me know. You might be wondering if this is for you, if it's not for you. Please, like, wonder it. Do your research if you need to. But then always know that I'm a resource for you. Email me. My email is everywhere. You can DM me. My DM is everywhere. It's at Surviving the Waiting Room on all social media. And connect with me because I can tell you, we can walk through what concerns you have, what you're curious about. Um... Because frankly, energy healing isn't for everybody to do. As much as I think it is, I've learned from my history that a lot of people want to learn how to do energy healing, but they don't like doing it to themselves. They don't. They like it better if somebody gives them the energy healing. So I definitely know that there are people out there like that. And that's fantastic. At least you are getting the help that you need. So I can help you decide if you're that type of person Um, That should just really be hiring people to give it to you. Or if you're the type that would really, really benefit from taking a class and learning the process and practicing it on yourself and on your family. So feel free to reach out if that's you. I hope this was an educational podcast today. And don't forget to go to the description of this podcast and click on Wellness Center. It is a free community just for you, for the parents and caregivers of kids with medical conditions who are ready to survive the waiting room, who are ready for something more. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me at Surviving the Waiting Room. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button so you're sure to hear more tips, tricks, and tools. And don't forget to stop waiting for life to give you space and go get it.